Okay. Well, welcome back to the Week in Sex. <laughs> Yay! Oh my God, look at Kiana. She's so happy. <laughs> so elated to see your face. Are you really, though? Am I really? Mm. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> How's your core water? I got uh, core hydration. Perfectly balanced, pH purified water. Okay. Are you doing that background because your room is like a hoarding mess or? Um, I'm just, <laughs> I'm being held captive. I'm actually, this is what's left of Dangerfields. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This is the Upper East Side, Keanu. No, that's <laughs> left what, of. What can do. That's left of what was Dangerfield after I said the blacks on stage. Yeah, it all went down to left of that. <laughs> it really did. I think I ruined their club. <laughs> they were like, they were catching sort of this nice, you know, this uplift, this, this win at their backs from the Joker movie. And then you came in. And I ruined it. Yeah, that was it. It was an accident. It was an accident and it was a word flub and I had just come off of like a... Well, really let's set it up. Let's set it up really quick. So but before we get into it, this is the Week in Sex podcast. Uh, this is everyone's favorite and uh, funniest sex, sex podcast, sex-ish. Two Sometimes of the most no attractive people you've ever seen <laughs> with great yeah, us are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm falling apart. <laughs> Uh, my name is Alan Fuchs. I'm the host of this podcast. My co-host is Keanu Thompson. That's me. Keanu Thompson. Keanu Thompson looks very nice today. Thanks. She's wearing pit. Uh, she has pigtails. Right. This is my new look. They're you know, are those called pigtails? They're pigtail. They're braided pigtails. Yeah, they don't look like uh, actual. Not to get like you know Seinfeldy on this, but they don't look like. Why are they called pigtails? I don't know. Well, yeah. I don't know. Oh, because okay, pigtails, pigs' tails are curly. But the, but those pony like those two ponytails These are aren't. braids. If they were yeah. pigtails, they'd be curly because I have curlier hair. But all right, it looks good. Keanu looks great. Keanu, uh, I don't. From the looks of it, you're not suffering from any kind of uh, disease. No, I yeah. don't. Have virus. You look healthy. My best friend has the virus. So. Oh, yeah. What about your mom? Probably my mom. No, my mom will not get tested. She won't let anybody take her temperature. She will not wear a mask, and she's living her life. And that's that's that. And there's no convincing her otherwise. And she hasn't gotten sick, even though you told me when I flew to South Carolina in the height of the beginning of this that if she was on a ventilator, you would laugh. And, uh, <laughs> that still <laughs> makes me laugh. <laughs> No, no, she's fine. She's fine. Yeah. I don't know about all of this. She, yeah, she did. That's the whole thing. She doesn't, she can't get on an airplane. My brother, on the other hand, won't. I mean, he's like, I'm not coming for Christmas. Like, we're not leaving our houses until there's a vaccine. Like, that's it. So, yeah. Really, we're on two ends of the spectrum here. So, I honestly don't care. I'm just like, well, I'm fine. You're fine. You're filming sketches and like. Yeah. Well, let's get that. You, you started talking about the Dangerfields thing. So let's talk about Dangerfields. Really oh, quick. yeah. Well, that was like the last. That was sort of the last like 
first of all, with that, you did not tell me that was an audition. You said, can you come to a guest spot? And it was like 11 o'clock. I've never back, really. Backtrack a minute. Backtrack a minute. So really quick, Dangerfields announced, I think today, that they're, they're closing down. Yeah. Um, a few, well, like before COVID, I got Keanu an audition there. You didn't um, do that though. Well, I didn't want to make you nervous in case you said something fucked up. If you had the told me that, and also I wasn't trying to say something fucked up. I was just nervous because I was unsure of what I was doing there. <laughs> <laughs> and there is also backstory, but yes, you got me this audition, but you didn't tell me that. You should tell a person that. I, I think any comic under 30 was wondering, what are they doing there? <laughs> I was. There was like six people there. And just for the record, uh, not that anyone's keeping a record of this, but um, I love Dangerfields. That's okay. it's such that people shit on it all. So many comics shit on it, and usually when comics shit on a club, it's because they are not passed there, they don't book them there, right? You know, or they are rejected there. That that's that's the main reason, and then they find reasons to shit on the club. That that's the biggest thing, you know. Well, exactly, always. And then so I go in too. You don't tell me it's an audition. You're not there. I'm sitting there. I'm like, hi. I'm doing a guest spot here. I'm Alan's um, co-host, and a man comes up to me, an older man, and is talking to me. And and I thought he was just like a patron or something. And I'm <laughs> and that's the owner of the club. I didn't that's Tony. I barely gave him the time of day. Like I was yeah. like, uh-huh. Like, I mean, like I, I was so, I wasn't rude, but I, I'm a nervous, shy person. I, I People don't realize this, but I can't, I, I just didn't know how to make conversation. I was just trying to go over what I was going to do. And he was like, yeah, hello. You could have mentioned those things to me. The owner of the club is like a little man who looks like he's the janitor and he'll come up to you and, and shake <laughs> your hand and say hello. Also, this is an audition. Do your best material. Don't be like an idiot. Number three, uh, don't say the blacks on stage, which I would have normally never said. Right. So let, let's, let, let's address all those things, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, saying the blacks. I know that's wrong. With your your accent and your face, just in general, (laughs) it is such a weird thing to do. I didn't mean to say it. It was a flub. I never in my life say the blacks. What did you say exactly when when you went on stage? I don't know. I blacked out. And I had just, the last show I did, it was a weird thing where I was like killing in Harlem with... (laughs) With the blacks? (laughs) With black people and they loved me they were like the dj was like okay this is so the day so you got you know what it is you got too comfortable with the blacks let me let me stop saying the blacks it's literally hurting like, my like soul because joe, joe, joe biden say like if you don't you, you ain't black if you don't you vote ain't for black me. if you don't vote for me come on man <laughs> You were hanging out with black people and then you just were like oh you know like we're you know i'm, I'm a sister you know and then you it's just went up there and you, and you, the, fu- you fucked up. The very night before, I went to a show with my boyfriend who gets booked on black shows because he's half Trinidadian. I'm trying to make yourself sound less racist. I'm not racist. <laughs> no one has ever. Okay. Stop. No, like this. So, my boyfriend who's half Trinidadian, that has nothing to give. That, that doesn't no, make that's the only racist. reason I was there. That's what I'm saying. So, I went to the show with him. My boyfriend does black shows and he. 
He's never been, he's never said the N-word. Are you going to let me explain? Go ahead. So I went to this show. It was in Harlem. It was around the block from where I lived in Harlem. Okay. And the host said, he's like, Keanu, you got to do some time. He was like, I'm not going to lie to you. You're going to bomb. You will bomb. This crowd will not like you. I promise you that. But you just got to get up and do it. I was like, no, no, no. I don't want to do it. He was like, just come on, just do it. So I get up there and I, I murder with these people. They really connected with me. Don't say these people. What is wrong with you? I mean, the people in the crowd. I don't mean like, <laughs> then it wasn't all black people. It was just a black room. And so they were like, what happened the in quarantine in South Carolina? They gave me a shot on stage. Like I didn't do anything. Like I didn't do any like material where it was like, Oh, hi, black people. I just did my material. And they gave me like shots and on stage and they rang a bell and like did this whole thing. So I came off the high of that. And I went to Dangerfield and those words came out of my mouth when I was a black couple laughed at, at, at a joke I told. And then I meant to say like, Oh, the black people like me. And it turned into the blacks are with me. And it just was so horrific and embarrassing. (laughs) I could not dig myself out of that hole. After I had ignored the owner of the club, you were late and I sat there like a... Also, there was a black host. It was so great. Black host who was (laughs) laughing his ass off at the... He's like... Like, who, look at this white girl. <laughs> she just said the blacks. He was cracking up. That was the biggest embarrassment of my life. That those that term has never come out of my mouth ever in my entire life. Why would I say such a thing? And and the great thing was that um, it was a small audience. It was maybe like eight people, and I think five of them were black. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. And, and, and it made me nervous, but you made the black me. people feel like, like, is this racist? They couldn't quite tell. And then, like, the white people were so uncomfortable that no. at that point, it was just like you just crashed and burned. Like, you got so visibly, sh- like, shook on stage uh, I, I, that, that you're like, it was, it was over. It was so over. It was a literal, it was a literal nightmare. And I blame you. Uh, you didn't tell me it was an audition. You didn't tell me who the owner was. You didn't tell me the owner looked like a goddamn fucking janitor. And you didn't tell me exactly who to talk to. How many of these owners look like, like, like they're, like they're, you know, like they just came out of business school or like, like wall street types. No one goes, no, no owners walk around the suit. And then, you know, not, all these owners are a little, you know, they're, they're, bus- they're small business owners. They're going to be a little schlubby, you know? The people that come up and talk to me are normally like weird freaks, okay? I just figured it was just a patron lost thinking that like, and I'll talk to anybody because I'm too nervous to say like, go away. So I yeah. just figured that was this situation. So thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you. See, this is a good lesson. It's first of all, uh, don't do well, anything. Major field is closed, so okay. <laughs> you can apply this to other stuff. Don't but whenever what, any, what, anybody what? looks like a janitor, they're probably pretty high up. <laughs> Literally, nobody, nobody of any power ever talks to me. It's always just the bottom of the That's barrel. Not true. <laughs> but um, I, I want to talk about Dangerfields for a little bit. I want to talk about your appearance on uh, Chip Chipperson. Okay. And um, and maybe a couple of other things that are going on. But um, 
but yeah, Dangerfields, it's, uh, they, you know, people shouldn't, people are, a lot of comics are upset because of like, you know, they had the kind of some, some producers they didn't like, I guess, you know, people ran bringer shows there. And those of you who don't know, bringer shows when, um, you have to bring people to get on stage and the producer often takes the, the money from that. And it just has like a bad rap. Um, so that I think gave them, you know, like a, a, a bit of a tarnished rep working with some of those people. Um, not, I mean, I, but there are producers there that were cool. I don't know. Um, but I, I liked, I liked the club. I thought it was set up in a great way when that room was packed on a weekend. It was, it was like one of the best rooms in the city. The way I mean, my mom I mean, went to a show you were on with, um, couple of people we know and it was on a week and it was beautiful and great yeah yeah that's when that's when your mom liked me and thought i was cute yeah she <laughs> hates you now she does she yeah truly hates you she really hates me now <laughs> um that's more politics than anything no it's okay <laughs> but yeah so uh so it was i actually liked talking to to tony who's the owner because yeah. he had a million great stories and one of the stories that i remember him telling me about was jackie mason mm-hmm. um, if you don't know who Jackie funny. Mason is, you know, you're probably a millennial or younger, you know? I don't even think, like, Gen X people. Like, you got to be, like, a comedy nerd to be, like, to know who he is, I think, at this I point. I didn't know until I met you, so. Yeah. So, yeah, I used you to a lot of Jewish stuff. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't, know, I don't know what Hanukkah was. Yeah. Um, what's a dreidel? What's a circumcised penis? <laughs> so, he... So Jackie Mason, if, you, if you're listening, Google Jackie Mason, because you probably don't know who he is, but, and take a look at that guy. So the guy is not good looking, right? He looks like a goblin. He looks like a little Jewy, you know, he's got a giant, like one of those super deformed heads, humongous head, like, you know, small body, um, not a good looking guy, but famous. He was in um, Caddyshack 2. So he, was, he had like a, a big moment in the 80s, I guess, in the 90s. Um, and he was in The Jerk. And I he had some, some, big, some yeah. big specials. Yeah, he was like, had a big thing on Broadway for a while, like sold out specials. So, um, a really gross looking guy. But he would always come to the club with a different hot chick. There were always like hot chicks at the club looking for him. He was juggling a ton of hot chicks. And, and Tony, it drove Tony crazy. He's like, how the hell is this guy who looks like, you know, like, like, like a midget, like, like he, he, I shouldn't say midget, but whatever, you know, he, he's like a, he, he looks like a squash Jew, you know, <laughs> like how's this guy, uh, getting all these girls. And he apparently said that he, uh, the girl told him like he eats pussy for hours. Oh. That was the thing. I hate so it. I don't know. Is that a thing now? Like, do you find that like, nobody does that good. I mean, no one, and no one goes for a long time. Right. I had an ex that would that, that he could figure out that like the only way he would make me come is like in '69, and like he wouldn't even like make me do anything else. Like wow. that's all we would do. Other than that, nobody does that. Nobody does that well. You think you do? I, I stand by this. You think all you dudes have been with plenty, 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 hundreds of dudes. You think you do it well. We just make you think you do. But basically, just like let's just bone and get it over with. I mean. How do you feel about like? Are there like girls that like suck dick good that you think? Well, yeah, 
Yeah. No, there, there's a wide range. There's a wide range, but it's yeah, weird. I think I that's a like, little easier. A man doesn't know. And then we do ourselves yeah. a disservice because we don't tell you what we like exactly what to do. But basically it's like, no, I don't want somebody down there for hours. No, <laughs> not at all. I, that, I, like, I think back then, especially like guys just wouldn't care to do that. I think men were just like, uh, you know, it's like more misogynistic back then. No. I'm, so if you find a, if you find a guy who does it, it was a bigger deal back then. And I don't care if you do it or not, really. I'm like, you're probably not going to be good at it anyway, and I'm not going to tell you what to do. So, yeah. Sex is <laughs> gross. It's great. It's fun. But it's, it's it, there's no there's no sex positivity. It's it's actually truly revolting. But It's, it's, it's weird that you, you would only come through 69. No, with just this one person, but he couldn't get me to, and like this only reason I would even let him because I like, he would know, but it would be like 69 where I would just like lay there and then he could like figure out where to like exactly go. That was the only, but any other guy, like. That doesn't make sense. Like why, why 69 and no other position? I don't know, but I, it would be like 69 where like the, the top what am I? The nine? The nine wasn't blowing him. Mm. I would just like, it was really, it was really weird. But yeah, I don't know. It's like not, people don't, women are too uncomfortable to say that they're not actually like, do this, do that. Like, we're not actually coming. Like, they'll just make you think that they came. At least that's what I think. I don't know. I think that's just you. I don't know. I think it varies. I think, you know, I think a lot of no, I am I I know everything and this is this is how <laughs> all women are. <laughs> so anyway, so you get to hear a lot of gross stories about ugly comedians, <laughs> about ugly old comics that you never cared you know, to hear. So I got to hear about his sex life. Um and uh it's just a shame that Dangerfield is going away. It know? is sad because it was a really nice club. Very old school comedy. Upper East Side, whatever you know, and you had a lot of spots there. So I know that's the trick. <laughs> that's like the one. <laughs> there's one motherfucker on uh, on Facebook. Yeah, I can never feel good about anything because there's always somebody shitting on everything. But uh, there are a couple of people. Like one, one guy said um, that Dangerfield cared as much about Rodney as Panda Express cares about pandas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Which is a good line. No, it's true. And then, like, so today, like every comic uh, who's ever performed at Dangerfields, whether they were, they were past or not, was posting photos of themselves. That's what I stage. said. I said I don't yeah. think you were past there, madam or sir. <laughs> like, and it's like a blurry photo from like the back that you couldn't yeah. tell that it's them. I'm like, eh, all right. <laughs> And I, I'm like, I posted a photo and now like, you know, then fucking a comic writes. Um, he was shitting on that. He was saying like all these comics posting photos of themselves. Maybe you are the fault that they fail. <laughs> no, now, it's me. You it's motherfucker. Me. I should have posted a photo. Little did you know like... about Keanu pissing off the, the blacks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's such a cool old school, unique. That's the most unique club in the city. There's no club like it. Do you think it's going to trickle down to the rest of the clubs, though? I mean, what's going to happen? I don't know. I'm just like, fuck it. I I just want to start doing outdoor shows and getting back to stand-up, you know? I know. I've been doing a ton of sketches, but um, 
you know, I like doing stand-up. I'm, I've been doing stand-up at like private parties and and that's awkward because I kind of have to like hold back. I can't go, you know, I can't, I can't go in. Like you can't like, I, I can't, I did like a birthday party. Um, I'm not for a lot of roasts. So what sucks is like, you can't go hard at the, in these roasts. And it was like, it'll, it'll be like a wife hires. I'm doing a sketch about this. So like a wife will hire me for her husband to roast him. Oh. And, and they want like a fucking, you know, they're like, they want a half hour. I want a half hour. Like I have to write a whole fucking show. I don't about know this husband, some guy who's like a fucking accountant or like an insurance salesman or something. You know, it's like, oh god. And like everything these people send me is usually, like it's usually one of those things. It's like when you're in love, you don't see how much your guy sucks. You, you know? know how boring and lame and like mm-hmm. annoying they are. Right. Yeah, no and idea. like. <laughs> And they don't know what comedy is, so they're like, "Here's a photo of my husband with Winnie the Pooh. Isn't this funny?" I'm like, "Lady, yo, I what? can't, is- I can't do five minutes on your Disneyland photo." <laughs> no, I do, but then like it gets awkward when I got. There are a few times I did, I've done roasts where it's like, "Oh, I probably should not have said," you know, like it's a birthday party. The guy's kids are there, and I'm talking about his small dick. <laughs> I would just be like, he actually raped me. It was great. No, <laughs> there, there have been a few times where, and they're like, you get people who are not, like non comedy fans are in there. They're like, what the fuck is this? They've never heard of a roast. Who you know, is like, this who is guy? This you know, yeah. Does Alan know Bill? And the or? best is when I leave, I promote my YouTube page. <laughs> Alan, <laughs> do you guys like YouTube? I'll never forget every show we ever did. Do you guys have Instagram? Do you guys like podcasts? Do you guys like, and then you would chase people down the street? Oh, yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> you have to be a little cooler. We should take like things from each other's personalities. You could be like, a, you could be slightly cooler. No, here's why. I feel like I can drop dead at any minute. I knew a pandemic was coming. I knew something's coming that's going to kill us. And- gonna be another thing and another thing gotta grab all these people do whatever i can you know and i was a little late to the game with youtube sketches um but let's talk about the youtube sketches right so like the the statue of liberty one if you haven't seen it go to uh nightmare fuel comedy it's hilarious and, and, see, and take a look at the statue of liberty sketch and horrifying so, so before we released that sketch um our director, Wylan Ernst, who's awesome, really great guy, very funny guy, took fo- took um, shot footage with his with his phone camera. He didn't use a real camera to make it look more real. He shot footage of this fake protest that we set up that was part of the sketch, right? Mm-hmm. And we posted just that protest online, and we promoted it. And holy shit, it was a protest against this it was a fake protest we got all these protesters protesting to tear down the statue of liberty we got to tear i down believed it i you was one believe that it. believed it yeah everybody i told my parents <laughs> everybody believed it um we got death threats we got all these like especially like conservatives were so fired up they're like how dare they you know meanwhile they're like build that wall build that wall it's like do you know that's you know what the Statue of Liberty is about? You know what I mean? It's it's so crazy. 
And they're like, build that wall, send back the, you know, they're like, send back the Mexicans. And then they're like, how dare you tear down this symbol of hope for immigrants, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't exactly, I just thought, I was like, well, because I'm not like political, really, but I just thought, well, I wonder, honestly, mom, what did the Statue of Liberty do? That's not like (laughs) a race. That's not John C. Calhoun in Charleston. I was like, the Statue of Liberty, that's like a nice one, isn't it? She's like, these people are insane. Yeah. Oh my God. You we got tricked so, me. <laughs> we got so many libtard comments. So many like these idiots have no life. Um, we can't believe morons like this exist, you know? And meanwhile, I'm like, well, you know. <laughs> Let's actually tear it down. It'll be a great YouTube video. So I really I would have loved to have like actually shown them trying to tear it down. If we could have gotten close to that statue. You know, them like throwing like rope and being like, ah, this, this megaton statue won't come down. Um, but people like really believe that. And then, uh, and I, I ran around dressed up as the the Statue of Liberty. It was so um, horrifying. Oh in a mini God. skirt and a tube top. No, honestly, truly, that was like the most repulsive you've ever looked. It so was I was just- on the street uh, as a goof, you know, trying to get people to, uh, you know. Denounce the Statue of Liberty. No, no, no. Well, no, no. Like, like, with the like, Statue of Liberty. I'm shaking my ass. I wanted to see if I get any customers. You know, nobody wanted to fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Not one person. You, know? you, you scare people in like your normal like outfit. <laughs> you know, like when you run up to them and like start saying crazy things. But if you're like painted green in a tube top, they're going to run away. They run away from you already. I look kind of hot, though. No, you didn't. <laughs> I thought I looked good. Who did? <laughs> the best. The be- I shaved my face for it. Uh, the best part is that crown has like a, a a chin strap, so it it brought up my double chin. That's great. <laughs> I felt sexy. I felt good. Um, so yeah. So and then we did another sketch. We're doing a sketch that's going to get us into. I don't know. It's going to be pretty dicey. Should I tell you what it is? Well, can we talk about the Me Too one? Oh, the Me Too one kind of was a little fucked up, too. People that- it was pretty messed up that you didn't tell those women what was going on, that they thought it was a dating show. <laughs> like, Well, no, they didn't know. They, they thought it was some kind of dating program. They knew we were like a comedy channel. Um, and the ske- what's the sketch called? It's called um, An Idiot's Guide to Me Too. That's yeah. what it's called. So in the sketch... It's uh, so basically, uh, I, I'm an idiot who takes uh, fear of being me too'd overboard. So, I, you know, when you see the sketch, you'll see it gets like really ridiculous. But people didn't understand this is like the problem with why comedy is dying. It's because everyone takes everything comedians say literally, everything that we do literally. Like so that they, could be like you're just running away from the girls when you tell them to say no. Like yeah, it's clearly like I said, you know, I'm basically like allergic. Like I'm, I'm terrified of the word no. So like, if you say no, I run, I run away from you. Like, I just, I, my, I run do you want to my biggest problem with the sketch? What? You don't like hop over the fence like a sexy guy. <laughs> it t- <laughs> it, it takes you like So basically, a girl, he's like, say no to me, just say no, and the girl goes. To okay. show her, to show her what show I would do. Show her like what I would do if you said no. She goes, okay, no. And then Alan, there's a fence, 
that Alan has to climb over. And it's not a tall fence. It's like at his waist. And it takes him like, he doesn't like, like an athlete, like hop over it. It's not fast. It takes you like 45 seconds to like hoist your body it's so over sad. it. That's, that's <laughs> my favorite part. You kind of like trip and you're like scraping up the <laughs> fence. And I'm like, geez, just get over it. It'll be so funny if you could just like, huh. but no, he's like, huh. and then he hits the ground and then he kind of re- runs really slowly away. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's it's so it, it's it's ridiculously sad to watch. So uh, it reminds me, you know that wall that you climb when they like a, um like Paris Island where Marines train on that Marines uh, train on that obstacle course where they have to climb over that like this giant wall and not everybody can make it. It's like a twenty foot tall wall, you know. That's what it was like for you. That's what it was like for me for a wall that was like three feet off the ground it was and it was like <laughs> trying to like get your like it's like you wanted the girl to help you get like your haunches over right <laughs> it was like you were like tripping and then you were out of breath and then you could barely you like ran and your arms were moving fast but your lower body was moving slow it was truly so <laughs> it made the sketch better but it was so upsetting for me as your friend to watch I don't want to watch you embarrass yourself like that, but it was very funny. Oh, thank you. Thanks. But I think, I think the people in it were upset because I, I don't know if some of them got it. I, I think maybe they thought, some people got the wrong idea. They thought I was making fun of me too. <laughs> I'm like, no, making fun of me too idiots, of men, idiots. Like, I'm clearly playing an it. It says I'm an idiot in the title. It says in the fucking thing. Alan, you are not you are not good at communicating or telling anybody involved in whatever you're doing. Hence, no, I couldn't tell them. Hence, I couldn't tell them anything. Hence the Dangerfields thing. Hence that. You didn't tell me there was an audition. I was looking out for you. No, that's not looking out for me. I thought if you if you knew it was an audition, you'd get nervous. So no, I, was like, I would be like, I was I would have like not like winged it or like kind of went off script so much or known that the janitor weirdo was not, was the owner. Maybe I would have known. It's your first time at a club, no matter what the club is, you should still. I'm better under pressure and knowing exactly, tell me exactly what's going on. Maybe if you told the girls, you know. Well, well now we know. It's always Um, like, hi, come, you know what? Hi, uh, do you guys want to come dress up as nuns and do something for my podcast? Remember that? (laughs) <laughs> we spent all the money we should release that so if we're gonna go back to doing this podcast we have to fucking can you help me with the patreon i can't juggle all this stuff I i'll, need you to help me I'll take patreon. care of it actually here's the thing I, I i'll take care of it i'll redo it all give me the passwords like i've been asking you and then okay. maybe some people will... the yeah yeah let me do it I'll we, we got to get a patreon going so like we could pay for some of this shit you know <laughs> I just, I can't, uh, I just, I'm, I've taken on too much, you know? Yeah, I hear you. It's a pandemic and. It's a lot. We're all, we're all taking on too much. And there, there's stuff I want to talk about. I can't. Why? <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll tell you later. Well, I mean, I can find a way to legally discuss it. Can we we'll, put we'll, that we'll on the Patreon? Wait, somebody's suing you. They'll put that on the Patreon. Yes. Again? That's what we should do. We should do, um, who are those yeah, two great. guys? Um, Giannis Pappas and Chris Stefano. They did uh they did like a million dollar episode with, with Tim Dillon. 
yeah. my former uh, my former roommate. Who's um, killing it now? Oh my god! And I'm like a fan. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so they did a, an episode that supposedly would, would get them, you know, banned from the industry or whatever. And they cool. said it, they put on their Patreon for $1 million. So we, we should do that. Okay. We're not there yet, but. <laughs> no, you never know. Even if you have like, you know, not that many, like a smaller number of listenership or whatever, you know. Yeah. You, what you should I start an OnlyFans? I'm, I'm really contemplating it. For, we should do an OnlyFans. No, we should do it over Patreon. Okay, just the Patreon. Yeah, if you do it over Patreon, then we could get some money coming in, and then we could get you know like merch for for the podcast. You know. The other thing is okay. So then we'll have to all right. If we promise to get get back to every week, every whatever. Yeah, we yeah. Can do every week. We may just, we'll do like some shorter shows, you know? That's fine. I'm glad we discussed this on the show. Well, not people, on the phone. <laughs> we don't want to talk <laughs> to each other privately. Uh, so, um, so yeah. So what, what else is going on with you? Did you hate my, you hated my Chip Chipperson episode? I got a lot of nice feedback from it. I thought you did an excellent job on people the show. People so nice to me about it. Oh, it's about you. Did I say something mean about you? I don't think you you were getting that mean. What, what did you think you said that was mean? I thought that's what you would be like coming to me with, saying you, that I said. Is that the show that you forgot where my ethnicity? Is that, 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 that no? Is that I did. I said, "Oh, what is he? Oh, yeah, he's a Jew." And then my dad went, "Are you supposed to call him a Jew?" I was like, "You know what? I don't no. know. I was I was kind of." <laughs> <I don't laughs> You, you can call me whatever. You can call me the Jew, you know, Jew face. I don't care if you call me kite. I'm not saying that. Or I've already he, said the blacks. It's enough. None of those words affect me. It, it's it's like there, there's no there's no equivalent word to uh, the N word, you know, for uh, unless like you're trying to kill me or throw me, you know. Throw me out of a country or something, you know. Oh, so you just wanted to tell me I did a I did a good job, and that's that. I think I did a good job. It was funny that you ha- you couldn't remember where I'm from, considering you you've 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 gone on the road many times, you've seen my set many times, but but actually, in a way, it's a compliment because I stopped talking about being stuff and Jewish stuff on stage. I talk about other things, but to me, I, I was like, oh, maybe it's a good thing because. You know, comedians, a lot of times, if you, if you talk about your ethnic background or you talk about your family, do accents, they, some of them look down on it. A lot of them look down on it. So, yeah. like, I've done, yeah, I do that to, for, like, a so, show where they I haven't, it. I haven't, haven't forgot, I haven't forgotten about your piece of idiot Jewish set. Mm. <laughs> but I, but I just was uh, in the moment not thinking about you. I was more thinking about me, and so I didn't remember. But, yes, you <laughs> Let let let's set the record straight for all the comics out there. Alan has more than his Jewish material, making fun of his father. He has plenty more to give. Plenty more horrifying. I do have a lot to give. I do. People people have no idea what what is. Um... I say there is no time I laugh more, and I'm not trying to compliment you um, because uh, I don't really like to. But <laughs> there's. 
no time I laugh more than when we're driving around aimlessly and you're just talking about your life. <laughs> like I Those never are- have I never laugh harder at a story from a, than anyone from Alan. And I just <laughs> you get a bad rap bad rap sometimes because you're, people don't know me. That's why. No, they don't know you. I feel like people know me more. But like they yeah. with you, it's like this guy, he doesn't really explain himself well and then he's weird and running up to you and messaging you and <laughs> <laughs> that's a lesson i learned way too late in life which i should have learned so early on you know um just just be present and be there for people like like (laughs) you know just just like be in the moment and give people especially comics make them feel good you know, you don't have to care about the people, but like, why don't you just try having a conversation? Yes. You don't yes. have to talk you about that. Yeah. They, I, when, I, when I started off with comedy, it was like, my, my mentality was so warped, you know, it was like all about, oh, if I do this for them, then they'll feel, you know, um, either duty bound or a sense of reciprocity to do something for me, you know, okay. or maybe this is. Uh, I had low self-esteem, so I was like, well, the only way I could talk to some people is if I booked them on my show, which is insane. It's so stupid because I'm funnier than a lot of these fuck faces. <laughs> you are, but uh, I have low self-esteem too, but you people don't want you to like be wanting things from them or like, it's always like, Alan, I don't really get it. But like now that like, I feel like we got to know each other so good that yeah. like you could actually talk to me and you have some funny things to say. It's not like, hi, do you guys have Instagram? Do you like podcasts? How can you help me? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, I, I need like a million of you. <laughs> I, know. I need like, I need you to be like a super spreader. And Literally like, hey, everyone needs a million of me. I'm like, I'm like God's gift to earth. Honestly, I've helped so many people. And hurt and you, so many people. <laughs> you do. I gotta say, you know, you, you're killing it with your appearances. People, you know, people are they very like happy. me on their shows. I know. I'm a very, I'm a very good guest. Is your life going good? Is it blowing up? How's your relationship? Your sex life? Your, your Ottomans in your house? Your roommate? <laughs> What's going on? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just focused on, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Right, right now, I got to figure out what, what I'm doing. If, I, if. Uh, a lot of it, I think, depends on this election. Uh, I don't know. I know we have Republican uh, fans, but um, and no, you know, no disrespect. But uh, if he wins, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I could stay in this country. I don't know. You're gonna really leave. I love it. I love New York. I, I love being here. I, I want to be around. You know, creative people. I love the energy. Um, I think he's gonna win, actually, and I'm okay with that. I, I, I know I, you're okay. With that. Of course, you're, of course like, you're okay with it. I, I, I don't mean to be an asshole, but who's more entertaining than that man? I, and I'm sorry. We've had enough. We've had we had four years of entertainment. That's no, okay. I want four more. Kind of. I, I don't think I'll go vote or anything, but I like. I Why mean, not? You should vote. Your vote matters so. No, I and also your vote is so huge. I don't want to get political, but I, and I just. I, 
And I'm not anti-Republican. Listen, there, there are some things that Republicans believe in that, that I understand and I could see their side and some of it, you know, I'm not like a crazy liberal. I, I'm not always on the liberal side. I like to look at both sides. I just, I'm not fond of, uh, of this guy. I'm not fond of the other. I don't really care. I'm not fond I, of the other guy either. I know. The other not, one's dead. The other one's completely just like a fucking dead to the world zombie, like freak. Like, how could you? You may as well not vote and just see what happens. I, I don't know. Like, why would you not vote? It's so crazy. I'm for four more years of like this this weirdo that wants to keep the world open and not and then and then what what so what if roe versus wade gets overturned that yeah. i don't that i don't know about that okay. that that but but i thought it the whole thing was that he like handled the virus like badly which very badly what do you mean if well, he turned if, it into a political wedge issue every side every side they're all they're all horrible. They're all horrible. But, but I, I feel, I, I truly feel, here's my only thing. I just feel like the side that is not Donald Trump's side, they don't really care about you. It's it's all a strange power thing. And they're just pushing him through, even though they know he's not fit to be the president. And I don't know why they didn't pick Bernie then, if they wanted somebody who would actually be a contender for Donald I, Trump. I, I can I can feel people turning off the podcast. No, I don't. I'm just saying. Well, I'm just telling you. No, they're turning off on you. Our followers are turning off on you because you because you hate it. But I I don't know. I'm I don't give a fuck. I don't care. You're gonna go vote, and there'll be one more vote for a dead man. And I vote. <laughs> um, but yeah. So so yeah. I'm just I'm working a lot, and um. I'm just, I'm fucking, I'm doing more now than ever, you know? What about you? Like you're, what, what I'm you're going where back you and forth. For, what, I'm, what in, is that back I'm in Long Island. I'm in, oh. I'm in, yeah. So I've been here for a couple weeks and then I'm working for my dad and um, going back and forth. And then in January, I think I'll be back in New York for the time being for like good, but I don't know what to do. I don't know where I want to go. You know, I, I, I love New York and I don't want to be away from there, but from here, but. What are you doing Sunday? I leave Friday to go back <laughs> to South Carolina for a while. Well, why? Why? Should I tell you about my sketch idea? These are things you should call me about. <laughs> you should call me and ask me or else I would have been involved. Sure. This is gonna this is gonna be a, probably some trouble, but um, so we're gonna go around uh, Times Times Square, and uh, we're gonna tell people uh, we're gonna ask people like, did you hear the news? And like, what? Like uh, Donald Trump just died of COVID. <laughs> I wish I could be there. And then, based on their reaction, we're gonna have a band with us. We're gonna have like a full New Orleans brass band with us and models and, and dancers. And if they are happy, we're going to start singing and dancing. <laughs> and if they're sad, we're going to play funeral dirge music. They just look down. No, you need to do like, and wait till you see no like, one's gonna believe that he di- no one's going to believe that he died. Oh, don't believe me. You need to, be, you need to do like, a, he, 
Donald Trump just got put on a ventilator. No, no, no. I think that. Okay, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah, yeah. It's not going (laughs) to work. They're going to pull out their. (laughs) No, no, we're not. We're not going to give him time to do that. The naked cowboy. He'll cry himself to death. (laughs) I I think it's going to go viral. (laughs) This is the one. This is the one, baby. It's going to make it all I, worthwhile. I you know how much money I fucking baby. invested in all this equipment? I bought a fucking drone. <laughs> I got to make something happen with these sketches. I hate, I, yeah, okay. I know. Which one do you want to do? We have a bunch of sketches coming up. When I'm back, I'll, I'm, I'm into it. Send yeah. them apart. I'll, or I'll do a, I'll do a man on the street thing and be like, hi, do you, Donald Trump is dead of COVID. How do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Well, that's coming out. All right. So I think this is good, right? We got a full episode. We're, uh, <laughs> Get the I just gave the Proud Boys the symbol to stand back and stand, stand <laughs> by. I fucking forgot. <laughs> oh, my God. So that's good. You made up for the Dangerfields thing. You're clearly not racist. Um, anyway, guys, go listen to the podcast, uh, the Weekend Sex podcast. Subscribe. Go on Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Libsyn, all those places, iTunes, and give us a five star review. I guess um, we're going to get our Patreon going. Going. Beyond is going to get the Patreon going. Extra I gotta, content, I suppose. And then, yeah, we're going to give you extra content. She's thinking of doing OnlyFans, so you might see her. What would you do on on? Uh, what are we going to do for OnlyFans? Like, how I guess I'll just do the. I mean, I don't know. Nudity? What are you supposed like, to do well, on it? Well, you go. You can do any. You can do anywhere from like R to triple X. You can do anything you want. No, I know. I just feel like these fuckers will like if I if I like post a picture of like my boobs then they'll just put it all over twitter and everybody will see it anyway but i did i do have like a bunch of people saying like do an only fans i'm like why not but i wouldn't if you go on only fan if a, someone if someone uh screenshot takes your boobs screenshots them and shares them or whatever um i forgot what the recourse is like well first of all you would you know it you doesn't matter to me i don't care yeah. go ahead but i don't know we'll see i don't know how binding they, they make you sign something I subscribe to a few OnlyFans. You have an only. You subscribe to someone's OnlyFans. A couple. I tried supporting. This is how I support comedians. <laughs> I subscribe to uh, to to comics who get naked for money to help them out. That's true. Like, yeah, no, I'll I'll do I, like uh, a daily. Shabli Quarterman. I used to watch her kid with my boyfriend. Yes, we're yeah. very close with Shabli. And also, I'm like totally down for her OnlyFans. She's, she's living in Vegas, I guess, trying to make some. So you subscribe to her? No, I I, I used to. And I'll subscribe start- for a month. Give back to the community. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I think I'm gonna I, I do would- it. I promise. I promise our. I promise our fans. I'll do a, a, a butt picture every day. Maybe some boobs. Maybe some twerking. Maybe some videos. Maybe some cute outfits. Something like that. I'll do that. Yes, See, I think that's that would help get us uh, boost our numbers. Yeah. Not that I'm, you know, trying to push you in any direction. I, you do it. It's your. You have agency. Respect all women. 
I'll do it. I have to. All, I have to. I have to pay my own rent now, Alan. All clocks matter. Whatever. <laughs> all right, but yeah, if you're, you know, I think that would go a long way. Yeah, I agree. Maybe I don't know. Maybe the fans want to see me naked. Maybe I should do an OnlyFans. No, that's okay. I'll take <laughs> care of it for us. You don't have to do I'll, it. I'll put on the Statue of Liberty uh, outfit again. I'll paint myself green. I hope no one out. No, that's okay. We could just let that. We just let that go. You could, <laughs> you could archive that outfit. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, <laughs> this has been another legendary episode. R.I.P. Dangerfields. Uh, check out Nightmare Fuel Comedy on YouTube. Tell your friends about us. Uh, Follow Keanu C. Thompson on Instagram. Follow Antlin Fuchs on Instagram and Twitter. Follow follow us both. Hang out with us. I guess we're going to do an OnlyFans and a Patreon. All right? All right, guys. Keanu, good seeing you. Good to see you. (laughs)